Um, we'll see how it goes. Hello and welcome to Playing Favorites, the podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we got to we got to do that again. We can't roll with the podcast. We can't roll with podcast. Okay. <laughs> Whenever... Hello and welcome to my podcast. Hello. I am Wook. <laughs> I'm joined Wook by my Howie. co-host Howie. <laughs> oh Jesus! Start again. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm getting some seismic activity coming through. <laughs> there will be earthquake. I hear rumblings. <laughs> Fucking drink, Jesus. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Playing Favourites, the podcast in which me and my good friend Harry discuss our favourites on a variety of different topics. My favourite colour is crimson. My favourite animal is a parakeet. And my favourite co-host is... is in the Southern Hemisphere, Luke, where the seasons are different to the seasons we have in the Northern Hemisphere. Okay, what season is it right now? Go. Right now, since it is autumn in the Northern Hemisphere, it is spring in the Southern Hemisphere. Hold on. Damn, he's good. Okay, no, right, that's right. Okay, cool. There's uh, some uh, immense amounts of pressure on me as soon as you called me out. But um, that's fine. So, yeah, this episode's Seasons. Hello. Yes. Hi, everyone. We th- I thought this was my idea, this one. I came up with it. No one else. I thought it was a good time for it. We've just crossed over, as in three weeks ago, <laughs> yep. uh, crossed over into autumnal time. Hmm. Um, so, you know, it's it's relevant and topical because everyone's thinking about autumn right now and not any other sort of things going on. Well, um, yeah, there's nothing else happening in the world. Just seasons. All, all we have to talk about is seasons. We, you wake up in the morning, you check Twitter, and it says, oh, nearly autumn. And that's it. There's nothing else. <laughs> well, we're already in autumn. Oh, good point. Yeah, we're in autumn it's now. So that's old autumn. news. That's old it's, news. I literally, the day, 1st of September, yeah. the, the first day of autumn, I hmm. stepped outside and my all of my trees... Yeah. Of which I own because I live in a forest. <laughs> All of your many trees. You know, their leaves are t- turned orange and had also fallen from the branches. Um, <laughs> a man walked up to me wearing a pumpkin on his head yeah. and bid me bountiful harvest. Exactly, as he rode by on his wagon, his horse-drawn um, cart full of, 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 of uh, melons and melons? squashes. Yeah, I don't you know. think they... Gr- Forest melons. Squashes are very autumnal, there I'll give go. you that. And 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 roots, lots of root vegetables. Root on vegetables that, on that um, on that van, and he had a hat on, and he was waving a national flag as he rode by. <laughs> oh, uh, I see. There you go. He's, he's caught a, on, everyone. He's caught on to what I'm doing. Yeah. This is the throwback man <laughs> who appears in every episode. If you listen very carefully, the playing favorites mascot. Yeah, with his and a, a little plush bear, fictional bear, and he's just got all of them. Um, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if that bit that you were doing there was satire, because weird, you know, it's a weird, depressing thing. You may have heard of this thing called climate change. Yeah. And one thing I really noticed: we're getting like summery hot days near the end of September. Yeah. Like it's there's pretty there's no... bad. Yeah, like we had snow in June last year. We right? don't we... even really have it like the worst end of the stick over here. If anything, I might say we've got it pretty all right. Yeah. Well, so unless you live on the coast, in which case you have the slowly approaching march of yeah, the tide, ticking clock. But, you know. But I think that the, the sort of the the images, the, you know, a white Christmas, uh, uh, summer's summer's actually kind of remained intact. Now I think about it, because it's global warming, everything's I just mean, getting it, hotter. It has remained intact in the way that it's just slowly gotten more powerful. Yeah, and, and stuff like that. So it kind of it kind of feels like. It's all just becoming warm, and then there's a colder bit, you know, January, February. Well, is... now's a great time to discuss our favourite seasons, as they are all slowly <laughs> annihilated. <laughs> Destroyed by man, yeah. So, in, look, if people are listening to this episode in 150 years, they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Well, uh, seasons? Autumn? They'll have no idea. Because it'll, it'll, it'll just become, the Earth will just be a ball of fire, and we all live in biodomes. We live in the perma-summer. Exactly, yeah, where it's always 23 degrees Celsius all the time. That'd be quite nice, actually. I quite like That's not that bad, yeah. What's your ideal ideal temp? Well, I feel like that's a bit of a spoiler. If I reveal my ideal temperature... Oh, God, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Hint towards my favourite... I I, I guess so, yeah. I mean, I've got a thermometer on my desk here, look. 
you can hear me bang it on my desk. What temperature is it right now? It was seven degrees Celsius this morning. Seven. Yeah. It was quite cold. Crikey! What what time was that? Uh, about four a.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm guessing you hadn't gone to bed yet. Nah, I'll never tell. <laughs> Who <laughs> knows? My little secret. <laughs> Who knows when it's Luke? Um, yeah, currently in my in my in my room as I sit and record, this is twenty five point four degrees Celsius or seventy seven point seven Fahrenheit. That's, um, yeah, it's it's all right at the moment. And also, it, it's sixty two percent humidity. I don't know what that means. It's how wet the air is, right? Oh fuck it! As I put the thermometer down, I went up to sixty four. You I got don't... a wet desk. <laughs> Apparently, there's a splash of dew. Rose up, so I clunked it down. Um, oh, 63. There we go. Live updates on the podcast. But yeah, but the thing is, because it's a percentage, though. So yeah, I, do, I know it's humidity to do with moisture in the air. But isn't is a hundred percent just a swimming pool? Yeah, that's you. You live in a bath. No, I, I, I don't fully understand how it works because it, it's not like there's water particles floating in the air. First off, that's not a thing that exists. Um, and second off, like I, I think it's to do with like. How chemicals bond? I don't really know. It, it just means there's a lot of water in the air. Um, yeah, the air's very wet. Yeah, I've tried to do a, a sort of quick haphazard Google, um, and according to GoBlueOx.com, which I think might be your favourite colour and animal for this episode, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, yeah, it says humidity is the presence of water vapor in the atmosphere. The more water evaporates in a given area, the more vapor uh, rises into the air. And the higher the humidity of the area is, I think that doesn't answer my question, though, of, like, I'm at 60% right now. I mean, to be fair, I've never seen it dip below 50, and I've never... I've yeah, seen I was it. about to say, a more important question, What what is 0%? Zero humidity. Very very good question. As, as valid as the, as the inverse, I guess. I mean, Are there places with 0% humidity? I've Googled Death Valley humidity, because obviously I've got Google Live Weather Services. Mm. Currently, the, the humidity in Death Valley, it's 9%. That's still like... Oh, 11 o'clock there. Apparently, the lowest it's ever been recorded is 1%. I guess that makes And that sense, was in yeah. a... It was in southern Australia, in the desert. Wow, I see. I mean, I, I guess now that I think about it, yeah, it, it doesn't really... It's, even though it, it see it gives the illusion that there is a wide band of like you wake up in the morning it's thirty percent you go to bed it's seventy percent you know it, it's actually a very small portion of the spectrum is being used it's something I noticed ever since I got the thermometer is like you know I'll check the the temperature in my room and it'll just sort of go between twenty and maybe you know thirty on a particularly hot day which come out of summer. But, like, your, your body is very good at detecting very subtle changes in temperature. The difference of 23 degrees and 25 degrees can be actually kind of significant. It, it, it your body's very sensitive to, yeah. this, to this stuff. I mean, it, it, that's one of the reasons why people can get quite, like, particular about the thermostats in their houses, right? Good point, it's Because yeah. once you get really used to, like, you know, whatever your temperature of choice is, as soon as it even veers slightly from that, you feel it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Those twenty-three degree biodomes are actually sounding. They're sounding pretty appetizing right now. I'd love to live in a biodome Constant where like twenty-three, just everything is always the same. Yeah, yeah well, I, I'm, I'd like to be able to turn it down a little bit every now and then because I do <laughs> variety you know, sake. Yeah, I might have it on like a on sort of a a, a wave. So like Ooh. as we get towards the night, it does get a little bit cooler. Yeah, okay. Um, that's so that's twenty-two, <laughs> then up to twenty-four at its <laughs> yeah. peak. Exactly. Yeah, completely mechanical. Yeah, I mean, I, as is the case with, with, I think, probably most episodes of Playing Favourites, I don't think, you know, this isn't a case of, I like my thing and hate all the others. You know, I think variety is well, important. Maybe this might be the episode that, that draws that out, I don't know, with four I possible will options. say, look, I don't like it when it hot. Well, this is the thing, and we're, we're going to have to try our best to say hold this off to the favourites phase, because mm-hmm. I think this is a completely predictable episode of playing favourites. Oh, yes. I know what yours is probably going to be. I know what y- yours You is, know what yeah. mine's probably going to be. There's only four things it could be anyway. It's true. You know, I, I think, I, I'm definitely curious to see what the people had to say on this one, but we'll, again, we'll, we'll hold off on that. But say, saying all of those things, you know, there are, are nice, lovely images to be drawn from winter and summer and the idea of fall the idea of spring you know, there's, there's something nice about all of them it's it's a mm. good mix i think look, look you, you gotta work with me here you gotta work I, with look me. i agree mostly <laughs> but i do think 
I see absolutely no redeemable qualities in summer. We can't do this now. We can't. We could save okay. it. We could save it for later if you, if we must. Fair, fair, fair enough. And, I and... want it to be constantly lingering on your mind. <laughs> okay. Well, well, you know, there's definitely. I don't know. I know. I know that the seasons vary a lot. Depend as you alluded to earlier, in different places of, of the world. So in in the UK, like it's not getting up to forty degree heat yet. It's not going down to <laughs> minus ten. Hope not. <laughs> to I'll, save a loop, I'll die. Of the planet. Yeah. Um, but like you know, in in like Canada, Canada is always the one I come back to. Well, it gets down to like minus stupid degrees in in mm. in Canada. It's one of those where I hear it and think, oh, that must be Fahrenheit. That's Celsius. It'll yeah. be like minus yeah. ten or something. It's insane. Cold. Canada lowest temperature. I'm gonna look this up. The th- the thing about like you know areas like Vancouver as well is it can get real fucking cold and it can get real fucking hot yeah, as well. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just I I I cannot imagine living somewhere that has such a wide buff yeah. to its temperatures. I mean I'm seeing so oh this is a wonderful Wikipedia page. List of extreme temperatures in Canada. Oh man, this is Perfect. this is great. So apparently one of these is highlighted in red, so I guess we'll go with this. This is uh, in Newfoundland and Labrador. So this is province yeah, or territory. Like northeast. Yeah, I guess so. The The record high temperature there was 36.7, which is hotter than our hottest summers. Yeah. yeah. And the record low is minus 45 degrees C. Holy shit. Holy crap. That's 98 Fahrenheit and minus 49 Fahrenheit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking in, in Vancouver. Yeah. And the record high is 32 degrees. <sighs> and the record low is minus 15. What, what do you do when it's... Minus fifteen, minus twenty degrees out. How, like I seriously cannot fathom. I I don't think you go outside, right? Like you you can't at that point. There's no way. I mean, unless you are seriously prepared. Well, that's the thing, right? Because they have to go all in. You know, there's there's chains on the tires. There's layers upon yeah, layers they, of they optimized have... coats. There's all kinds of equipment and everything. It is kind of one of the, the big things about temperature. And it, it comes up when discussing kind of the cultural differences in regards to weather patterns and such. Yeah. Which might be the most erudite phrase I've ever uttered on <laughs> wow. this podcast. I'm impressed. Look at me, I've just become a fucking scholar in the past 30 seconds. <laughs> Listen to him. God, Luke's popping off, everyone. But, you know, when you live in a place that you get real cold, you get prepared for the real cold. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, over here in Britain, Britain... Because we have such wide varieties in what temperature we can get throughout any given year, we are not prepared at all for snow. Because we don't get it every year. We get it maybe once every three or so years. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you'll get a bit in a year. Yeah, a bit of sleet or something, yeah. But we we don't have, like, um, dedicated fucking... What's the dirt the, shit they put on the... Mr. Uh, the Cloud. The, salt. the rock salt. Grit. Grit. Yeah. They put grit on the road, but we don't have, like, a lot of grit trucks, and we don't have, like, a lot of, uh, we don't have snow tires. Yeah, not not none of the auxiliary equipment or anything like that. Um, the, the, you definitely see more, pro- and it, it goes both ways as well, because, I mean, we don't have built-in air conditioning into our houses, because, like, it might get, you know, to, like, whinge levels where people are whinging. I know, I've been friends with Luke for many years. But, like, it doesn't become lethally hot to, to most people. So, so, you know, we don't... we don't. It, there's no necessity for, for inbuilt, inbuilt air conditioning. And, you know, as you're saying with the snow, like, it, the, oh, it'll get a bit, you know, or oh, roads, they're looking good. Be careful when you're, when you're driving. But there's no, there's no grit trucks out on mass and heated roads and... You know, chains you put on your tires, big, you know, snow tires or anything. There's just no need for it, really. Which I guess is a good thing, right? Like, we should be happy about this? Yeah, I mean, in general, Britain has a fairly moderate climate. We do yeah. have a lot of, like, rain. Um, yeah. It's a pretty common uh, thing about Britain. Talking mm. about how grey it is oh, and all the classic. rain we get. Absolutely. But, like, it's a good thing, for the most part. Because, mm. I mean, unless... I mean, we get a lot of flooding, I guess. <laughs> That's the that's not about. Yeah, um, but, but for the most part. And I'm sure that I think this is a wonderful moment of unity because I think we can both appreciate a lovely bit of rain 
right? I like rain. I like rain too. I don't get why anyone complains about rain. Oh man, sitting there as it's hitting. I'll actually look. So the setup of the the place I'm in right now is across the room from me. There is a small porthole style window. Oh yeah, um, which is (laughs) which I have to have my light on at all times because there's just not enough light coming in otherwise. (laughs) But whenever I hear the pitter patter of rain, like if it's intense, I'll often on the window. Yeah, yeah, I'll run out to the window, like run over and like you know wind up the blinds, like a a boy on Christmas morn. (laughs) Yeah, or like like the dog when the when the door goes, Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'll run to the window and I'll look out, see it pitter pattering, and it's oh I love it. Now I love a bit of rain. I don't know why. There's just something about it. Yeah, I don't. I think I I just associate the rain with staying inside. <laughs> Maybe. Which my my girlfriend Fran, yeah. um she really likes the rain, but she has a habit of whenever it rains, she has she has to go outside. She loves okay. standing in the rain. Huh. And that I do not understand. I like getting caught in the rain. Yeah. When it's controlled. I yeah. I don't want to like very intentionally go outside and just be like Right. Mm. That's right. Is it? Is this like at home doing something on the computer or whatever? It starts raining. Go out into the garden, stand around a bit, then come inside. Is that what we're talking here? Kind of. Last hmm. time I was visiting her, we were just hanging out, and then it started raining. And yeah. She was like, "Oh, let's go on a walk." Huh. And I was like, "All right, fair enough. I, I'll do it. I'm not anti-rain." Fair enough. And to clarify. This isn't like, you know, oh, I hope to feel it on my skin. So, like, you go out unprepared into the... It's like, um, this is umbrellas and coats no, and prepared for have, it. Yeah, yeah no, like, yeah. That, that's all right, then. I, guess, I think that's the thing. The only real bad aspect of the rain is being caught out by it. You're out completely unprepared. When you went out, it was lovely. Yeah, no one wants to wear, like, soggy clothes. Yeah, and you haven't got an umbrella. You haven't got a, coat, a suitable coat on. And you're drenched and just trying to get to shelter or... Yeah, you know, you're waiting for a bus or something, and you know like that. That's the only unfortunate aspect, and I think tragically that's always the the image of rain. It's often used, you know, as like it's very sad. Oh look, it's raining. But in reality, like I can't really think about many of many other bad things about the rain. Generally speaking, it's quite good. The flooding is kind of the the other bad one. Yeah. I don't know why I said that like, well, I guess so. No, <laughs> flooding is bad. Hold on, you're going to come to the defense of flooding. <laughs> the defense of flooding. I guess so. I mean, I've never, I've never lived, in a, lived in a particularly floodable area. And obviously it is, is terrible. You know, people lose their homes and stuff. Uh, it's just not something I've encountered, really. Yeah, I I mean... But there's, there's defenses in place. I, I think I've lived on hills my whole life. So. Oh, yeah, there you go. You're, you're up on your... Natural defense. Up on your, your Mott and Bailey castle, yeah. Um, but uh, there's, I think there's there's def- like storm drains and stuff. There's defences against flooding we, yeah, we, that you can in, take. In the UK, we do, that is the one like weather condition we actually are prepared to deal with for the most part. Oh, yeah, a bit of flooding. We do get like a shitload of rain. Yeah, it's insane. Um, the rain's insane, Luke. I'll say it again. It's insane in the rain, brain. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Top ten rappers Eminem was too afraid to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I actually remember, I have a, I have a very specific memory, because I remember being in secondary school uh, in like year 11, 15, 16 or whatever, and we just had the most rain I've ever experienced in my life by a long shot. It started raining and raining and raining, and like, like rain, you know, when you, you know when you, there's like different scales of rain. Ooh, raining. Ooh, crikey, look at that. Ooh, it's belting it down. Crikey, look at that, it's bucketing it down. Crikey. And then, like, oh, this is getting a bit frightening. It's actually making a loud noise. There's noise, yeah. yeah. And it was just that. And it just kept accelerating to the point where, like, the car park was a river. There was just, like, a genuine river with a flow making its way through the car park. People were having to seek higher ground. Dinner ladies were warning you to seek higher ground. The canteen <laughs> was flooding. It was bedlam. It was absolutely seek bedlam. Seek higher ground! Yeah, we, we were there, stood near, like, the science bit, like, thinking, like, okay, this should hold for another ten minutes, but then we'll have to migrate round towards, you know, the PE area. <laughs> Genuinely. It was, it, was amaz- it was a great memory. And, like, you know, we all had a coats on over. Some people were, like... <laughs> becoming targets because they had like umbrellas and so it's like all right if we can if we can get into their group we can take advantage of their umbrella Steal their umbrella yeah and stuff like that it was it was it was chaos civilization was on the brink of collapse luke but um jesus to be fair that happens to us sometimes at work something similar where it'll just start belting it down with rain mm. and no one will actually do anything for like the next five minutes oh okay because everyone just stands by the tills and is like looking out the window and it's like oh bloody hell it's really- <laughs> Really going for it out there. Because people will finish their shopping 
Yeah. And then they'll just stand by the exit door. Because ah, they don't yeah. want to go out in the rain. Mm. And no one's coming in because everyone's waiting in their cars. <laughs> the <laughs> so stalemate. Just get a standstill. For yeah. Them. That's fun. That's a nice little shared moment of, like, human. It's a very human thing of, like, it is. Oh, raining. <laughs> it's like, it's oh, not any kind that. of danger, but, oh, look at that. Crikey. Raining. That is the one thing that always gets me about weather. Yeah. It's like, yeah, do we have it all the time. Like, mm. any time anyone is like, oh, Bloody hell, it's really chucking it down, ain't it? Yeah. So yeah, it of happened course. last year too. <laughs> yeah, it's completely <laughs> this normal. Is, this isn't a new thing. We're, Absolutely. We're used to this. Yeah, but it's, it's 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 not. You know, I always make fun of like you know the classic small talk thing. Oh, lovely weather we're having. Like yeah. But I think it is a nice thing. It, you know, similar to stuff like like food or or travel. It's one of those things. It's a shared experience that everyone can kind of relate to. I think it's why it's a good episode, a good topic for playing favorites. You know, this kind of seasons and weather. Everyone has weather. Yeah, and everyone's feeling like, has their own weather and the place where they live and their own preferences and like. I think it is nice. So I can, I can see why it so often comes up in conversation. Because, um, yeah, any, you can talk about it with anyone, literally anyone, except David. Fuck you, David. Oh, gee, what did David do? <laughs> well, let's not talk about it, Luke. Oh, um, my God. This doesn't help that I actually know someone called David. Sorry, David, this is supposed to be a joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say, like, I know you know someone called David. If you're listening, David, I do apologize, but um, we'll promptly move on. This, this was supposed to be a, a discussion about seasons, but I think we... We, th- we... I mean, right, okay, let's talk about culturally seasons, okay? Okay, okay. And I mean... What does each season represent to you? So, let's go down the list. Yeah. Spring, first season of the year. Technically wrong, but you get the point. <laughs> sure. The first new season. Yeah, first new season. Well, spring, what happens in spring? Well, spring, all of the all of the seasons have their own kind of associated like metaphors and everything. And mm-hmm. spring is always... They all have a holiday. Tr- uh, Except for summer. But summer hmm. kind of is a holiday. Sure, you have the holidays, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, spring is uh, obviously rebirth, new life, mm-hmm. the color pink, and gardening. Easter. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, bunnies, rabbits a... spring about as they jump. This is very specifically from like a Christian country viewpoint. Oh yeah, way. I don't know when is Ramadan. Um... I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah, that's 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 true. I guess that was what's spring for you. What what is? I mean, I assume it's the same thing, right? These are all the the, the tropes, all the classic sort of. The classic imagery. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much, I, I genuinely, in spring, the only thing I can think of immediately for me is Easter. Like, that's the only thing that happens in that's, spring. That's Spring's really very nice. It's like, yeah. it's very pleasant, but it's mm. not very exciting. Um, I guess it, so. It, it, like, it, you know, it happens every year, hopefully. <laughs> well, if ever we have a year where spring doesn't happen, it's too we're into biodome territory, Luke. You know, we have <laughs> all, Luke's artificial twenty-two point three degree spring and I, I i envision that this would happen you know that where it's the the two camps are summer and winter and then spring and autumn are like the yeah the, the, just no, the in between yeah ones, i do, I do you know. also view seasons in that way and i don't fully know why well in that case then so what do you, how do you feel about oh so you asked me about spring what about autumn what does autumn do for it's you halloween what's and, and that is what characterizes there's also it? like harvest festivals as well harvest i do i quite like those that, that's fair enough i'm, I'm shocked ever, by how did you ever do anything like that in school? Have a harvest festival? Harvest festival? Uh, yeah, we we did. Yeah, so every October, everyone brings in like a, a tin of beans or something. Cans and stuff. Yeah, that's sort of it, really. I, it was just sort of sort of sort of facts of life for the first eleven years. <laughs> you know, you bring yeah. in a tin in October. It just sort of happens, and then that's it, and it goes away. And I, is is it actually like a holiday? Is it a bank holiday? Yeah, even? it's like a, it's a, well, no, not in that way. Okay. But it, harvest festivals are a real thing. Like people have like carnivals. Hmm. This um, this feels like a cultural thing. I'm sure in other parts of the world, there's yeah. Um, I think it's probably the it's but harvest deal. festivals for us are meant because like you get those fucking you know big celebrations that people do Oof. where they have uh, you know oh, I've grown this really <laughs> big pumpkin. Uh, here's my pumpkin that I'm showing off to the world, and you get that with like <laughs> every single vegetable ever. That's what they do at harvest festivals. I thought you meant the chocolates. Big celebrations. They bring in their celebrations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like everyone. Yeah, it's it's like those classic farming competitions where it's like who can grow the biggest watermelon. But it's who's exactly, got the biggest yeah. tin of celebrations, yeah. So but I'm 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 shocked by how much the seasons are characterized for you by the holidays. I it never even occurred to me about Easter 
be, being in spring or like really that october is at all linked to, to autumn like they're, they're yeah, completely but, divorced for me for me that that is kind of like the i think it's because the holiday is associated with the weather pattern and then the okay. weather pattern is kind of the season right yeah because like if i imagine halloween mm. i'm imagining you know, orange and yellow trees, and the leaves are falling, and there's pumpkins. Yeah, that's and, where that's where I first. That's yeah, where my, my where my mind went is is the sort of the imagery, I guess, of 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 the season, and yeah, not not at all to the to the, the holiday, the holidays or the festivities. No, that's that's you interesting. You think of like pumpkin spice lattes. That's very autumnal. Yeah, I, I guess I would I would then, but I wouldn't make the connection between like, oh yeah, pumpkins are an autumnal vegetable. Because of Halloween, or that's why they're associated with Halloween, or thus Halloween. The, the two are just completely set. You know, I think about squashes and root vegetables and pumpkins. And, I you can't know, remember why things. it is pumpkins. I know pumpkins are grown in autumn, and that's why. But Yeah, in, in some countries, instead of Halloween, instead of using a pumpkin, they will use... What's that vegetable with that's purple fading into white? I've been... Stalling, yes, I thank you. Oh my god, yeah, they use turnips instead of pumpkins at Halloween. That's you know that? very difficult. I think I might be right with it. They're much smaller. Yeah, I, I finding a source would take time, but um, I think that's a that's a thing. I'm just gonna search for turnips, turnips are carved out of lanterns for Halloween festivals in the Isle of Man, Ireland, and Scotland. I've yeah. Woo! You found it. <laughs> I got it. So there you go. Uh, at Halloween in Scotland in 1895, masqueraders in disguise carried lanterns made out of scooped-out turnips. That's an interesting way of saying trick-or-treaters. <laughs> I mean... Masqueraders you know, it's, in disguise. It's different, man. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they like call it. Sort of teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Billy, are we, go- are we going out masquerading in disguise? <laughs> yes, Mummy! <laughs> I'd love to! <laughs> <laughs> grabs his turnip out the ground. Yeah, so apparently that's the thing. But I, I agree; it sounds it sounds a little bit impractical. Autumn is the the spookiest of the seasons, though, kind of by definition. No, I disagree. I try it. Would say that Halloween is spooky, but I think mm-hmm. winter is a scarier season. Okay, we'll we'll come to this Why? later. But winter is obviously characterized by its death. Christmas. By it. <laughs> That's right. The spookiest time of all. <laughs> no. You know, it's characterized by, by death, by plants decaying, now, leaves I hate dying. To tell you this, Harry, but you do realize that that happens in autumn. Yeah, but like the le- you know, the, in the imagery, you've got the, the lovely brown and red leaves, and they're still there, and it's kind of got its own color palette. Because Whereas they're winter, dying. Yes, winter, they're dead. They're they are, gone. Uh, yes, yeah, they are you know. deceased and at it, that point. And all the you know, all the the vibrant colours are replaced by, you know, the whites of snow and the, the greys and browns of of just raw nature. Okay. I mean I, I do understand where you're coming from. Because, mm. um, yeah, in winter everything is dead. Like that's it. Yeah. There's no like Which is interesting that we have it as a time for Christmas. I guess that might be why. I mean, okay, Harry. Yeah, I've got some big news for you. This might come as a shock. Go ahead. Do you know why we celebrate Christmas? I know what. Yes, but why? Why do we have there it in winter? Go. Why do we have it in winter though? Because Jesus wasn't born on Christmas Day. That is true. He was born um, in like the summer or something. So I that don't is know. Also true. I don't know why. It's probably just because oh, it's paganism, right? Pagans had a celebration. They had the winter solstice. Solstice is that around Christmas time? I mean, it's yes. Okay. Um, I can't remember it. I think it, you know. I don't fully know. I I get my my viewpoint on these things pretty heavily uh christianized. Yeah. I I I do this is one of those episodes where I really wish we did actually have some sort of alternate perspective, but unfortunately we're both um I I guess so. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh uncultured swine. <laughs> no, we we've, we've um, just got our own uh, experiences with it. I, I, I've looked at the the Wikipedia page for, for Christmas. Yeah, it does seem to be tied to yeah the uh, paganism and can be at different times each year because yeah. it's just the shortest day of the year, I believe. I think so. It's a very cool thing. Solstice, a uh, solstice, yeah, in the summer solstice. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that that's very cool, and also I think it plays a part in Greek mythology. I mean, they they're one of those 
they they are days of significance that have significance and that is like visible mm. and is why a lot of early cultures kind of placed weight upon them because they could realize that days were getting shorter and days were getting longer yeah so the shortest day becomes important and the longest day becomes important mm. and you know it's it's kind of arbitrary in that way but it's also it has a definitional reason as to why they placed weight onto those days. Yeah, that, that's true. Actually, it's kind of one. It's one of these holidays that is uh, very natural, as opposed to mankind just sort of saying Where like, "We like this day." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is good. The worst of actually, it's, they, these two might be linked to, uh, together. Is that this, all the reasons why I hate Easter? Is that it's it moves? Easter always moves. And it does. is that tied yeah, no, to that like is... a natural thing, or is that just we just came up with some stupid rules? Uh, let's look it up. Why does Easter change day? Is affected directly by what date? Oh Jesus Christ! This is yeah, so it's much more confusing. Really, than I thought it was going stupid and complicated. And, and and the the point the point I'm getting to it is that like, is that I don't think that that's not tied to any kind of natural event. Oh, so it's to do with the fucking moon? Of course it is. So that it is determined by some sort of natural thing uh, i guess so but in the in the worst way <laughs> it's always the moon yeah but the, the moon cool. is another one of those things where like you can be like oh it's a full moon okay cool. uh, sure okay that is really com- convoluted and annoying but fine at least it has got a reason whereas like the winter solstice and the- they're like cool just cool facts just cool little tidbits and it's like oh yeah. okay you know so it's going to be on this day because it's the longest day and this is the shortest day and these are the dates they're on and they have a very cool name winter solstice and summer solstice yeah a fun bit of like you know, have you ever thought about how the 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 existence of the world and all of these patterns all relate back to a deck of cards? Because there's the four seasons for the four suits, the two colours, red and black, for night and day, thirteen values for the thirteen phases of the moon. All of these things are mirrored. In case you didn't know, Harry is a magician um, <laughs> by trade. But it's um, a cool thing, right? That's cool. He spends his nights travelling through Lula. several different this carnivals. Is cool. I think it's cool. Um, no, and I like this. Dupes the uh, no. passerbys into no. giving away their trinkets mm. in return for dark deals. All right, you found me out, Luke. It's me playing favorites, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, I've come to steal your squashes and pumpkins and root vegetables. <laughs> I like this new character that's been introduced. Play, playing favorites, man. <laughs> playing favorites, man. With all, he's got you know all, all a collection of all the things we've discussed. His um, name could be um, Philip Philip Man. <laughs> Why? His middle name, yeah, Philip. Philip. His first name, Philip. Okay, but with a PH. Uh, okay. So it's PF Man. PF Man. I see Philip. Philip Man. And then man spelt with two N's. Two N's. Yeah. Very clever. Oh, I like that, Luke. Well, you've done a very good job there. We've got. We've got. We've got a mascot. To the, welcome to the show, the newest character <laughs> in the in the law of playing fairies. PF man. This is a bit of a problem because every episode will cause his design to change somewhat and sort of what mm-hmm. he's all about. But that's okay. That's good. That's good for merchandising. If people want to illustrate PF man, <laughs> Philip Philip constantly man, updating illustrations. Then then get in contact podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter. We haven't talked about summer. I guess not. With good reason. Because there's no there's, summer's just it's hot. That's the defining characteristic of summer, right? Yeah. The 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 grass gets a bit yellow. Sometimes. It's a bit, bit hot, and it kind of dies a little bit. Yeah, it's um, it's sunny. You ever think about the fact that I what? Well, uh, oh, Luke, I just had a realization. I was gonna say because I like, <laughs> I like summer as a name, and all the seasons are names except for spring. They're all traditionally girls' names. Winter. Autumn. Autumn. Yeah, autumn. Winter? Yeah, winter. There's a name. Have you not? <laughs> I've no, definitely heard it more time, more times than spring. Spring is kind of the you have also, short end of the you've, stick. You've come across something that I have wanted to discuss. Okay. How upset do you think people are going to be that we keep calling autumn autumn? Oh, versus fall. Versus fall, yeah. Fall is such a rubbish name. It's a really bad name. <laughs> yeah. But... It's really good for remembering daylight savings time. Ah, uh, 
Because of spring forward, fall back. Spring forward, fall back. You're right, but daylight savings time is a ridiculous concept that we should not even give time of day on this podcast because it's well, so stupid. Unfortunately, Harry, we've yeah. slipped into the forgotten time of daylight savings time. We now have an hour in which we can only talk about dailings, da- <sighs> dailing, dailing, dailings time. <laughs> Gosh damn it. Well, I guess I can't win them all. But Welcome to the next episode of Playing Favourites, in which we talk about our favourite daylight savings times. Just, just a particular year where you were like... Ooh, well, and, and... I was more thinking, do you prefer the hour forward or the hour back? Hmm, well, to be fair, I do quite enjoy the, you know, when it's when you only get the extra hour. Is get the like, extra hour. Mm, that is nice. Another bonus point for fall. Yeah, okay, no, fair, fair enough. That, yeah, that's always nice. However, it feels like, it always it always feels to me like it's always the one where you lose an hour of sleep. It always feels like it's that one. I don't think we've gained an hour in ten years. It's because you never really feel the hour, right? You don't yeah. feel the gaining of an hour, but you do definitely feel the loss. Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah, that's that's it. Because like you think like, oh no, because I'm gonna lose an hour of sleep, so I'm gonna get to bed earlier, and like, oh, let's keep that in mind. Whereas like the clock ticks over, you're like, oh, I have an extra hour. If you if you're awake, you just see it. If you and have, you're, oh. Yeah, if you have been awake when it happens, because it can get quite unnerving if kind you forget. Of. I, good point, yeah. Cause, well, I think it, even if you realise, because sometimes, often I'll know it's daylight savings, and I'll watch it, because it's at two o'clock, right? Like, as it hits yeah. two, we go back to one, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's even kind of something spooky about that. In a way, it, it's very much up my alley, because it's like, you're expecting it. It's something that happens every day. Minutes tick on literally all the time. And so to see it act unnaturally, to see the clocks on a digital clock fly backwards suddenly at a single point in a year is really it's almost uncanny valley like th- <laughs> like this is a really expected this predictable right. thing yeah that's gone awry that's happening See, I, differently. I have that every time there's a leap year crossover <laughs> the 29th of february it's not right <laughs> entire day luke's just sat there in his chair all <laughs> tense like <laughs> something wrong oh happy birthday tim <laughs> yeah so um no, it's, a, it's a really good point it's a as much as I hate daylight, daylight savings time, um, it is always fun to have that that extra hour, that that hour. So the cursed hour. All right, Luke. Well, as I, as I mentioned earlier, I am curious to see what the people have to say about this one. There, there isn't obviously isn't much in the way of variety, but but people's reasons and and the ones they like, I'd love to know. Well, that's one of the reasons why we chose today because you know there's only four options. Everything mm. else we've done has had almost limitless possibility. That's true. And I, I think I like that. And I think I always enjoy finding out new things on the podcast, discovering new, ah, oh, Pog, it's flavor of ice cream, you know, and stuff like that. But this has been a good, good discussion. Okay. We're not going to break them down by entry because otherwise, like, you know, they're um, all, they're all one of four options. I was going to say, I'm assuming, do we, are all four represented at the very least? No. Yes. Oh. Ah, okay. I'm incorrect. Okay, that's um, right. Then. But I will say one has come out as pretty clearly in the yeah. lead. I knew I somewhat expected this would happen. Go. So which one is it, Luke? Don't keep us waiting. Which one do you think it is? It's winter. Which one do you think it should be? Well, that's a very hold on, Luke. We'll hold that off. Oh, well, but, I guess that reveals your yeah, favorite. Yeah. So, but I'm assuming winter has got some some incorrect troops. Oh, really? It's autumn. That is very surprising, especially after what I said earlier about the two, you know, summer and winter camps. So autumn is okay. Yeah, a, a, a couple of um, autumn couple is of the winner. There. It's got some got some real supporters, and you know what? Hmm. I definitely don't disagree. Yeah, I don't dis. I don't. A disagree. lot of okay. people really like the you know the scenery of autumn. Yeah, and I think I I fully get that because if you show me a picture. Hmm. From what each of the four seasons? Yeah, autumn and winter. I've got it. Yeah, not a pro- like I can recognize them. Yes, no, you're right. Spring and summer, you know, kind of blend. Year. Yeah, I can agree. Um, that. I can agree. And autumn is so beautiful, ain't it? Oh Look yeah, but it's trees. it's so different as well. The the colors are just totally unlike anything you'd expect. I mean, nature's all about green, and nature's all about you know, and a nice color of a flower. But to see yeah, all these browns and oranges and reds. It's mental. It's absolutely mental. I absolutely agree. I, I yeah, I absolutely agree that um that autumn is is yeah bizarre, especially because it is you know sort of death and the plants kind of slowly dying, dying. as the temperature yeah. lowers and stuff like that and the reduced sunlight. But like um 
there, there is, yeah, absolutely something something beautiful about it. So I can't disagree. I want so people really like Halloween. <laughs> That's fair. Halloween, Halloween is a, a very good holiday. That it's, and Christmas are like the two titans. Yeah, they're they're pretty clearly the best ones. I think I'd agree with that. Yeah, so so I think I think it goes hand in hand. Halloween being all about spook, spooks and spooky time and stuff like that, and you know zombies and death and oh ghosts, and then autumn. Can you imagine if Halloween was smack bang in the middle of July, like summer? Yeah, it wouldn't be like, right. Yeah, it'd be so weird and unnatural. It's so clearly well. I mean, it's because part of the identity of Halloween is tied to death, right? Yeah, um, it's true. And you know, there's. There's a lot of that in autumn. Whereas, and, and there's evidence that proves this, because something like Christmas, obviously, we associate it with being all snuggled up by the fire, lots of, you know, coats, snow, snow is falling, stuff like that. But Southern Hemisphere, like, you know, Australia or places of Africa and stuff like that, like, it's it's hot. You're having a barbecue, mm. <laughs> you know, in on Christmas Day. It's out, you're out there, it's sweltering. Like, which is obviously, for us, totally natural. Whereas, I guess for them, Halloween would fall in spring? Spring. Which is, they're much closer together than summer and winter, spring and autumn. So, like, I, you can kind yeah. of, although spring is kind of all about, you know, life. They are the exact and, opposite, yes. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else you want to po- uh, point out from the, from the listener's uh, response? Someone did answer summer, which surprised me because um, <laughs> <Luke>. summer sucks. <laughs> all right. Okay, so we're, okay, so we're doing this. Right. Luke, <laughs> what's your favorite season? My favorite season? It's winter, yeah. Harold. Wow. And your favourite is summer. Shock and we horror. must now battle to yeah. the death. My favourite is summer, yes, to get it on the record. Well, I'll let you go first. State your case for winter. What, what, what do you like about it so much? Winter, cold, good, positive. Stay inside, good, positive. Snow, good, positive. Christmas, good, positive. Or your respective holiday, good, positive. It's... There is no negatives with winter, other than it's cold, but that's good, actually. And if you don't like the cold, you're incorrect. I feel like you've t- taken a very hostile stance. I know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come at this okay. with such an energy. That, that, that's okay. What are some of your favourite wintertime activities? Uh, s- uh, I like sledding a lot. Okay, that's good. I enjoy sledding. Do you often go sledding? Um, not very often anymore. It's not really something that is an option a lot of the time. Fine, yeah. If you don't um, live near a hill, then you're kind of kind of out yeah. of luck. I mean, it doesn't really snow enough, really. Yeah, that's true. I don't really remember. I do enjoy it when I can. I I do love to sled. Yeah. Do Do you visit um, like the Christmas market and stuff in Nottingham Old Market oh, Square? I love, to, I love the Christmas market. Mm. Yeah. I when I was in uni, my first year of uni, I did. Um, I did go to the Christmas market there, and it was it was a really fun experience because it was like, you know, I'd only been at uni for like three months. Yes, and I went it's really with new. some some new friends. Oh, that's awesome! And that's really we nice. Just went and I got some crepes. Love crepes. That's pretty cool. My my only experience with the with the uh, winter market is the one in Nottingham. I met you there, and we bought some churros. Oh yeah! And I got there much earlier. So I just kind of wandered round. There were some Jehovah's Witnesses mm-hmm. there, and I tried to hang out near them because I was really curious to see if they would engage in conversation with you me. You thought they'd bring you safety. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I hope they try and, like, you know, make me a man of God. That'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting story to tell Luke when he gets here. Um, but they didn't. And so I just sort of wandered around in circles, hoping no one noticed that I was wandering around in circles. And that's, that's yeah, it. So I walked around. We ate a churros. A lady asked us where Taco Bell was. Remember that? It was on the street corner. Oh, yeah. The lady was like, with her, her children, she was like, where is Taco Bell? And we were like, over there. And that's kind of the thing about wintertime. You know? It really does bring people together. <laughs> it asking does. where the Taco where Bell Where Taco is. Bell is. Oh, it's like it's like some um, Japanese-style tradition. You know, they have KFC over there at Christmas time. Yeah. It's like here we in Nottingham, Taco Bell. we have Taco Bell in the winter. Lily warm Taco Bell. I don't know where that accent came from. What the heck was that? <laughs> I just said, I just said warm. Weirdly. Really warm. It was like a sort of half Irish. Like I don't know. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, lovely warm Taco Bell in the winter. I think I tried to merge warm and taco into warm. <laughs> Warm. Because how do you say the A in taco? You get the Winter Olympics too. How could I forget? 
Winter Olympics, so much better than the regular Olympics. <sighs> really? I mean, do you you disagree? I like some some of the events. The skeleton, I like. They're extremely. I do think that the Winter Olympics does suffer from half of the sports as some a, variety. A PR of disaster, I think. I mean, like, yeah. Does anyone even know? Yeah, could how many events could people name? Yeah, bobsled, variety of sledding, uh, skeleton. There's figure skating. Oh, uh, yeah, so figure skating. I think they might do that in regular Olympics, though. Oh, maybe. Curling, that's Winter Cur- Olympics. There's a lot of skiing. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. I guess it's like speed, speed skiing. jumps. And, yeah, do ski jump. Snow- ice hockey. I think they do ice hockey. Sounds about right. Um, speed skating, I think, is a thing as well. I have found a list. Oh my goodness! Any ones that stand out? Uh, the Nordic combined. Holy crap! <laughs> what the hell is I that? That's essentially the like triathlon. Ah, uh, okay. What's the triathlon, Luke? What sports are in a triathlon? Uh, running, swimming, biking. Uh, I'm thinking of the wrong one. I'm thinking the one that's skiing, shooting, and. Oh, that's a different. Oh, I might be just yeah. be thinking of ski shooting. Is that its own thing? I don't really remember. Yeah, I, I don't fully know. Well, um, okay. The Nordic combined is an 18-kilometer cross-country skiing, followed by ski jumping. What at the end? I yeah, I guess so. You just <laughs> you got to be ready the for end it. Of a big hill. Well, obviously, thing like on the slopes, obviously, it's all just one sheet of white, so you don't know when the jump's coming. So you've got to be constantly <laughs> alert, ready for when your feet leave the ground, and then. But like, there are yeah. like a lot of bobsleigh, right? Like, there's just like a bunch of them. Whether you just like, oh, this one you yeah. lie down on your back. This one you get in a little pod. Yeah, but I like I like them though. I think they they are good events. Like I I also agree. and it it is better than having the like eighteen varieties of run. True, true. That's a similar sort of thing. I think there's parallels there. Uh, you know, you've got running, different distances, hurdles. You know, and then oh, you've got a bunch of different speed skating. Now I'm looking. God, yeah, yeah, there you go. 500 meter, 1,000 meter, 1,500 meter, 5,000 meter. <laughs> Jesus. Mass start. What does that mean? I no Team pursuit. Wow. They sound like he sounds amazing. Fall guys, Max. <laughs> yeah, he sounds great. I'm guessing no hurdles in the skiing. In, in the that would be so cool. Oh wow. They should have. Like equestrian sports in Winter Olympics, but instead of horses, they're polar bears. Oh my god, I know what we need. That's an excellent idea, but I know what we need, Luke. We've got the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics. Combine them together in, I guess we'd probably go with the Autumn Olympics. Okay, what kind of sports are So we, we take you take one sport from summer and one sport from winter, and you combine them. For example, you may take bobsleigh from the Winter Olympics and hurdles from the summer olympics okay. and you've now got okay, to like wait hold on and they they modify the bobsleigh right because you know i'm pretty sure each team has their own bobsleigh that they like take care of everything so you have to add yeah. in some kind of jumping mechanism that's mm-hmm. powered either by, i don't know like pedals or something maybe, maybe instead of you know you, you could have bobsleigh and long jump is a similar kind of okay. thing so you got a bobsleigh along and then everyone kind of jumps up and down and it sort of you know you got to sort of hop do like a I, bob hop. I like this idea. Mm. As stupid as it is. <laughs> yes. I I think it I definitely think it's got legs. Yeah. Cuz you could do something like, you know the, you know, they got like kayaking. Yeah, yeah. But it's on ice. F- fucking fantastic idea. Kayaking <laughs> on ice. That's genius. Yeah, and like, you know, maybe you'd modify the design of the kayak so it's like so It looks a bit more like a bobsled. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bobsled. Yeah. Start on a big hill. <laughs> okay but to feel that if it was in the autumn if it was the autumn olympics it wouldn't be snowy it would have to be or like icy or anything yeah there's no ice there's a bunch of leaves they <laughs> slide on the leaves so you're, you're kayaking on dirt through leaves yes oh this is a wonderful idea i love i love this if people want to get in touch with their favorite autumn olympics ideas where you take two sports and meld them together from each of the Olympics. Football on ice. Football on ice, brilliant. Maybe you have to have a reinforced ball, because if you're, if you're doing it on ice skates, kicking that might lead to some punctures. Archery, but you're skating at the same time. Skating archery, yeah, that's, that's a great one, yeah. Snowboarding. Football. That sounds pretty good, actually. I think you could do it like, like you know, like Beyblade arenas, how they kind of, it's like a big sort yeah, of dip. Yeah, it's like a big... St- 
yeah hmm, kind of yeah like a circular sort of dip it in would the be a real pain when you sort of lose your momentum, lose momentum. You gotta... and there's just sort of a pile of people <laughs> in the middle the... yeah you just trudge your way back up to the top um but, I don't know, but then people would develop their own tactics and stuff to like conserve momentum like oh man i think this is this has got that this is even better than the the Ben and Jerry's discussion from last time. Come on, We've own. made our own sport. We've made our own Olympics. Yeah, this is incredible. Benefactors, you're interested. Yep. IOC, if you want to reach out, you know, to us, playing favourites, the International Olympic Committee, Luke. Just in case you're wondering. Thank you. Um, yeah, then get in contact. We'll we'll arrange that. We'll be the the sponsors. Oh no, that means we've got to give money. They can sponsor us to to, to host this. Yeah, I guess we'll host. We can be yeah. like the commentators. Exactly. Oh yeah. my goodness, that'd I be great. I think we'd do a great job with that. I think we'd do a great job. Famously, two men who know a lot about sport. About sports. <laughs> I think that would make it even more entertaining and accessible. Anyway, yeah, we talked a lot about winter, Harry. No, now we're going to do my one. Summer. Yeah, so summer. Okay, well, that that conversation was much more optimistic than I, than I thought it would be. Um, because the, the thing is, the way I've prepared it, I've got my little playing favourites document in front of me with like what my favourite... Oh, I actually forgot to say, it still says favourite ice cream flavour, summer. I need to change that, favourite season. There we go. Um, but my justification is, I feel like winter has, maddeningly so, just taken the public by storm. You said, I can't remember if it made the cut last episode, you were talking about how Heston Blumenthal has got people, like, possessed, and is mind-controlling yes. to think he's good. I think everyone's been possessed to think that winter is good and right and the way things should be. When in reality, summer is clearly the good thing, and I, I just want to champion for a moment all the all my summer lovers out there, and like why why summer, summer is it. summer is great exactly, Lou exactly, um and and the reason is it, it's the greatest possible season in every single way is because it's warm and hot and lovely. You can go places without having to worry about jackets or or danger or sleet or snow or anything <laughs> like that. Danger, you know, slipping on ice or like oh it's cold out. If you're going out in the car, make sure you got blanket in case you break down or something like that. You know, like everywhere is open and it's light and bright. There's you know long days with with no early nights of winter. It's dark all the time. School's out in the summer if if you're younger and you know you've got all this free time to go out in the day and and, and do stuff. And 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 the thing is, Luke, the thing people always give me this like like they've been hypnotized. The same textbook reason. But Harry, when you're cold, you can keep putting on layers. But when you're hot, you can only take so many off. And this is ridiculous for about 125 different reasons. And but I'll I'll boil it down to a few. Okay. Is and the main thing, Luke, is that heat is the crucible of civilization. Okay. <laughs> he is the, the the discovery of fire is what civilized us. Okay. And he and fire are what binds us and is what holds up society. Without it, we'll all die. And it, and it's far too e- it's far easier to have not enough of it than there is too much heat. Um, it, it's it's always you sound something. like you're about to praise the good word of the sun, <laughs> Apollo. I praise thee. <laughs> no, it's a, but it, you know it's something that people that people yearn for. It's always putting on more layers. There's no one in the winter thinking, "Oh, I wish I was colder." But people are always trying to achieve a, a level of heat as opposed to a, a level of cold. And so just being given that in the summer is amazing. You can just wander out and have all this free heat. Um, Cold is merely the absence of heat. Ex- yes, exactly. Oh my goodness, now you're getting it. Okay, and 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 people always say with that whole like putting on layers thing. It's never as simple as that because like I'll be I'll be sat here and it's in the winter and I'm cold. And, like, my torso is never... I have a jumper on or whatever. It's not like, ooh, my chest is really cold. It's my fingers and my feet and my toes. Put some gloves on. Yeah, but I'm, say, typing away, I'm editing the podcast or whatever. But I'm sitting here a fucking pair of mittens on. Like, it, it yeah. it's so difficult to actually... It's manage. not that weird. Yeah, I'm trying to use, like, a keyboard. I'm trying to, like, do things that require dexterity. Yeah, and, like, even... That... And, and don't... You know, you put a pair of socks on. But that doesn't... It's not like a toggle where, like, oh, my feet have turned to the warm state now. It's like, oh, you know, I'm still a little bit cold through the socks and like i'll have to like try and put a bit of pressure you know like hold my feet to warm them up and like you know it, it, it's not just it's not just a simple answer of just putting on oh you just, you just put on the layers and like you know it, it doesn't magically magically take care of things and, and and one final point summer is the season of life we touched upon this last time no, winter spring, is all about death and decay and misery spring, and the cold yeah spring spring is is the the bringing of of life and summer is the celebration of it you know it's like it's like the, uh, the process of a baby being born is pretty monstrous and like unpleasant mainly for the person giving birth but afterwards when it's all done and you've got this new life that you can celebrate it's amazing 
right? It's still pretty unpleasant. Winter is like the opposite of all of these things. It's cold and miserable, and there can be joy found in that. I think that's why people like winter, is snuggling up with a nice hot chocolate. Finding small pockets of, of happiness is, is nice and can be meaningful in this cold, dark time. But summer is a big party, a big celebration of, of warmth and, and nature and, and light and all of those things. Um, and that's why it's amazing. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. It did... Uh, at no point in that was I convinced that you weren't going to try and bring me into some sort of cult. <laughs> some kind of sun cult. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I have notes here. A lot of that was coming from notes. Because I feel like... I feel like I, I see. To, to me... This is, you know, this is just these did, are just the facts. Were you given those notes by Helios, <laughs> by by the cult leader? No, I I wasn't. I um I just thought about it before the podcast. Usually I'll, I'll write a couple of points down, but I thought like, man, you know, I always feel like I'm, people are talking about how much they love winter. But you really wanted to come in this episode with like, you know, you wanted yeah. you wanted to bring them. I, want, I wanted to make a so to speak. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, I wanted to make a statement. I just wanted to I just wanted to say that you know. To remind people of how amazing summer can be. You've been this has been bubbling for a while, hasn't it, Harry? I can kind tell. of yes. Been, <laughs> you feel you're the you feel on the wrong side of history. I can't, kind of yes. Or you feel on the right. But... Maybe, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you know, I, I just feel like people always say how much they love winter, and, and as I said, you know, you can find lovely little pockets of niceness in, in winter. But I feel like summer is often discarded because of because of this i think i think i just want to i just want to make a statement luke and remind yeah, people no i you know what i f- i respect that thank you you're wrong but <laughs> as it as I it goes on playing favor that's a that's our um, fucking motto i respect that but you're wrong <laughs> i always the thing is harry you've addressed why putting more layers on doesn't make you cold doesn't make you hot okay. but you haven't really addressed the fact that you do need to take off infinite layers to get cold my fan. I bought you, you, Mr. Anti Fan, for so many I years. Had, this fan is good, to be fair. You yeah, bought me this fan I did. so that we could record the podcast. <laughs> yes. Because um, I had to cancel on one of our recordings because <laughs> it was too hot. Yeah. Um, so, and so there are things you can do. You, uh, granted, you can only do so much, but, you know, there are systems in, in place that you can, you can employ. I, I hate summer. <laughs> I, I do think that summer culturally. Hmm as a season, probably has the most significant identity to all the other seasons. Yeah. Because, let's go down the list, summer loving. Yep. School's out for summer. Yeah. Uh, there's probably more. Probably. That's the only two, two I could, could come up with at the time. You got your two examples, that's fine. That's enough. Um, how many songs have winter in the title? Uh, a Winter's Ball from the Hamilton soundtrack. Fuck, he's right. Yeah. That's only one, and you said two for That's summer. That's true. So let's Autumn, keep that in mind. I genuinely, no one has no, ever made no, no, <laughs> Literally never. Um, Sp- spring? No. It Man, doesn't happen. Yeah, I guess, I guess not. We're all going on a summer holiday. <laughs> summer holiday. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a lot about that. It's very true, actually. It does have a, a, quite a large presence in, in culture, which it, part of me does wonder, does that give winter this kind of underdog status? Um which is why people like it. I do think that most people who like winter are... I think winter and fall probably are more popular in the internet circle. <laughs> I think that's why I feel this way. Because <laughs> everyone <laughs> I speak to loves winter and all the cold and dark ones. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're all internet people. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I see, I see it. I think, I think if, if we were to do a survey... Um, I thought about doing. I thought about bringing back United favorites, UK's favorite seasons, but it'll be a very short list. It'll be a very short list of four seasons. Um, Yeah. So I don't know if anyone's done that poll. Is more the problem. Who knows? But I mean, we have. We put out a tweet um, asking. That's true, but I don't. (laughs) We probably that doesn't feel particularly representative of. Yeah, our methods could be called into question somewhat. I guess. But but yeah, that's that's that. Well. It seems as though we've come to the conclusion. Yeah. I'm correct once again. Okay, well... <laughs> I don't like that, because we're, co- we're coming to wrap up the podcast, but we can't end on that. Look, as always, you know, there's value in both. And you listening mm. might have your own preference. You probably have a different opinion. Yeah, that's fine. Or if maybe, you know, you agreed. It doesn't always have to be, you know, as I said, you know, I see the value in winter. As Luke, I'm sure, deep down sees the value in summer, as much as he won't admit it. Uh, in his heart of hearts, he knows. I will remain um. silent. On this 
All right, then. Well, that's the end of this episode. Episode 11 of Playing Favourites. The the third episode that could be expressed in binary. Which is notable, because in, in binary, it would be the number three. So that's pretty cool. One, one. Um, that's pretty neat. I hope you've all enjoyed zero it. Zero would also be two. Yeah, last Wait, episode. Would why be. is it being? Why is it notable that it could be represented as? Oh, because well, it's the third. Okay, yeah. no, I just. Well, one also would have been one, but we're not gonna have another one of these, Luke, till like episode a hundred. <laughs> so I thought I'd get it in there. Like, yeah, you're right. I get. Yeah, yeah. we got a while. We got a little while for another binary episode, but um, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. Uh, if you want to get in contact, you can tweet us. We're on Twitter at Play Favorites. We put out polls and and questions and you know we tweet out if you if you want to have your opinion featured on the show uh, we do tweet out before we record the episodes for, for you to get in your opinion get featured uh, on here as talking about your favorites very cool uh, you can also email in playing favorites podcast at gmail.com uh, and remember for both of those favorites has a u in it the letter u like Upsilon, the Greek character. And um, you can be in it too. Yeah, by getting contact. Send us an email. Oh, I like that. That's good, Luke. Because I, I always either say, you know, because you are our favourite, or because we're in the UK. They're always my two go-to, like, mm. but, um, but, <laughs> yeah. But, but that's it. Um, Luke, final words? Anything else to add? Um, you know, enjoy your seasons that aren't summer whilst they last. I guess so. Stay safe out there. Clog stick. Clog stick in until we, until we enter the biodome phase. Permanent <laughs> 23. No. <laughs> See you later, everyone. Bye-bye.